get me. From Studio A in Arcata, behind the Redwood Curtain, it's time for... Suckatash. Yes, Suckatash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcast. And also interviews with comedians, comedian soundcasters, and other showbiz folk. And now, here's this episode's host from up the coast, the man who puts the X in Xbox and the tie on antisocial... Comedy Soundcast Soundcaster, Tyson Saner. Saner. Salutone, Estes, me, Tyson Saner. Welcome to this episode of Suckatash that numbers 314. If you are new here, thank you so much for listening. If you listen to last week's episode, number 314, subtitled Let's All Go to the Movies, you no doubt enjoyed the content featured within that episode, which was hosted by Mark Hershon. Mark Hershon, the show creator and original full-time host, created this program to showcase the soundcasts of comedy folks and the like for over 11 years now, and for the last two-plus years since shortly after the COVID-19 lockdown of 2020, he and I have been alternating weekly hosting duties. So... Last week, Mr. Hershon brought you a quartet of clips from the movie-centric soundcast known as But Is It Good? Forever Movie Boys, Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong, and They're Just Movies. It was an entertaining episode that you can still find in our archive at www.suckatashow.com, as well as pretty much most places you can find other soundcasts, including, but not limited to, Apple to Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Amazon Music, Audible, Podchaser, and Podbay. This week's episode features clips from the soundcasts Black Aesthetic, Jeremiah Wonders, and Real Life Sci-Fi. And of course, we've got a classic advert from our longtime fake sponsor, Henderson's Pants, for you later in the program. I can't think of a good reason to delay the proceedings any longer, so let's get to the clips while they're still, uh, warm. Sure. First up, Black Aesthetic from Black Humboldt. Its description says... Black aesthetic, black voices talking black life, black arts, and black culture, with Queen D, Deller, Monoloki, and K.M. Ross. Black Humboldt is a volunteer-run organization working to create and sustain safe spaces and representation for black and brown community members in Humboldt County, California. BH achieves the goal through hosting exclusive events for black and brown identities. The area of interests include arts and culture, exclusive black spaces, media, current events, BIPOC businesses, black and brown representation, black and brown empowerment. I've chosen a clip from the 13th of October in 2020, going back a little bit. It's called Gettin' Mental with comedian Joshua Barnes, who has been featured on Secretash before. Its episode description says, The Hub jumps in with DCMC made Humboldt comedian Josh Barnes and talks black life and 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 black comedy. I say and 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 because there are in fact three ampersands. And then the episode description further goes on to say, Barnes matches his anecdotal wisdom with an, quote, everybody's favorite dad, unquote, charm. He'll have you rolling in your seats with stories and musings of everyday life. Barnes delivers a commanding performance, whether he's recounting the times his son shamed him or detailing his beliefs of life's purpose. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and just tell them about, tell them a little bit about what you do as an artist. Um... Uh, well, I, uh, I I do mostly just like comedy up here. Uh, I do comedy uh, between Arcade and Jamaica. And uh, also, um, but I mean, I also travel a lot too, but it's just comedy. I'm a stand-up comic. 
that's my biggest goal is to be a bigger stand-up comic. So, so you've done a few show. You do shows locally, and I get wherever you can. Oh yeah, I so we do shows regularly. Um, I actually before everything shut down, I was a uh, I ran uh, two uh, regular open mics, uh, which were on Sunday night at Northtown Coffee uh in arcada and then i also ran one on tuesdays at uh big fish vape lounge in arcada and then uh, that's far as this like the mics went uh but we also did i also did a lot of like just local shows and uh running shows in uh, different areas we did shows the last big thing we did was at the basement uh we were doing shows locally out the basement and then also uh, in arcada and then uh also uh, where else? We would do Siren Song occasionally, not not so much, obviously. Um, but me and I have a friend, and uh, him and I have started venturing out and doing our own stuff too. Um, but we also did a lot of shows, and I did a lot of shows and run a lot of shows through Savage Henry and uh, my own personal show called Just Joshin, which is like a talk show uh, that we were trying to gear up and get uh, a lot better. But then again, everything you know shut down, so. Yeah, we. I do. I run. A, I do a fair amount of uh, trying, trying to run a fair amount of comedy shows up here. Man, it sounds like. Uh, well, sounds sounds like at least before COVID, there you had a you had quite a few projects going on all around town and stuff. Yeah, um, I did. I, I did. Yeah, it was. It was quite. It was crazy. It was quite busy. It was quite busy. And then, like I said, but then everything just came to a screeching halt. So. It's pretty bad. Like I could, I know I could have been worse. Like I could have been worse. Like I mean, like I, it doesn't help. I there's a lot of like subtle racism stuff that happens up here. There's times like I don't know. There's not that many black people up here, and there's times where like I go to the gym, and as soon as they see me, they're like, "We got LeBron," <laughs> and I'm like, "That's not. I'm not LeBron, guys. <laughs> LeBron is six foot eight. 250 pounds. I'm six foot tall. 250 pounds. So I'm kind of like LeBron when you think about it, like, but. It doesn't help too. Like I also do stuff to live up to like the races, like you know the stuff like. Like I'll go to the bathroom. I'll use the small urinal and wait for people to walk in and be like, "Just got tired of my dick getting wet." Like I say wild shit. I say wild shit. Okay. <laughs> I say some. Wild, I'm a wild boy. I do some shit. Um. <laughs> I want to flash back though to when you started when you first started with comedy okay uh how did you know how did you get into comedy was it was it a family thing or you know what gravitated you towards that form of artistry um what happened was i used to actually i used to actually make music um like i would I used to like rap quite regularly and then like uh, I had a lot of friends who would tell me I was funny and they were like, you know, you should actually do comedy. Like this rap stuff's cool and everything, but you should try and do comedy. And I ignored them for quite a bit. 
Um, and then one day I kind of backed myself into a corner and made a deal with some friends that if, a, you know, like certain situations happened then I will step up and I will do comedy. And then I fell into a situation <laughs> where I had to step up and do comedy and then uh, immediately fell in love, you know, and um, it was right before I actually moved up here to Humboldt. Um, I, I had just started doing comedy about uh, about for about six months or so. Uh, and then I came up here and started doing it, you know, like again, like quiet boy, once I got more established. So, but yeah, it was, it was probably about four or five years ago. I just kind of, you know, got pressured into finally doing it and just realizing it was something that I should have done a long time ago. So it does say, follow us on all socials at Black Humboldt, which is at capital B-L-A-C-K, capital H-U-M-B-O-L-D-T. Uh, I should note that is not a Twitter address. I, I've looked that up. Uh, it is, in fact, on Instagram, and you can still tag them at Black Humboldt Aesthetic. And that's Black and Humboldt spelled the same way, plus the word aesthetic. These are all uh, capitalized, Black Humboldt and the word aesthetic. And aesthetic is A, or capital A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C. Uh, they encourage interaction. There's a bit that says, have thoughts about the episode. You can send your thoughts and questions via email at Black Humboldt, spelled the same as before, at gmail.com. Now, they've got Josh Barnes' Uh, Twitter account information as Josh Barnes is mental, which is capital J O S H capital B A R N E S I S M E N T A L. But I've been following him on Twitter for a while at that, and he seems to be more active on the account Ebony Pegasus X3 or times three, I suppose. And that is at capital E B O N Y capital P E G A S U S X and the numeral three. You can also go to joshbarnescomedy.bandcamp.com forward slash releases to find more material. And Black Humboldt has a Patreon. Oh, I made a little note to myself here. It says currently you can go to uh, the website www.blackhumboldt.com and then forward slash new, N-E-W, hyphen page, P-A-G-E, to find details about The Hub some of the folks who participated in the Soundcast episode, and many other personalities and bits of information associated with them. Yes, lots of information on the people there. Next up, Jeremiah Wonders, dot, 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 from Jeremiah Wonders, dot, dot, dot. And then its description says, Jeremiah Wonders, dot, 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 is a weekly podcast where Jeremiah Watkins interviews guests with some of his favorite original characters and impressions. You never know who's going to call in. I've chosen an episode from May 16th, 2022, fairly recently. It is Jeremiah Wonders episode number 231, featuring Nigel Ung. I've taken a clip of Nigel Ung's contribution to soundcasting with an earlier episode of Succotash that featured a clip from the soundcast known as Rice to Meet You, which he co-hosted with Evelyn Mock. Here's a little segment of the program where they decide to try out accents, wear some wigs, and do a little improvisation. I had an allergic reaction on stage before, but it's just, it's just hives. My, clo- my throat felt a bit tighter. Unusual, really? Yeah, but it's that just... was the one that you had on stage. Was was the uh, allergic reaction with the throat a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I could I could feel it like tightening up. What was the dish? Oh, that that wasn't worth it. That was in Liverpool. I had just some fried uh, shrimp fried rice, but I think the shrimp was just not fresh. Try or some shrimp fried rice, you'll love it here. What here? <laughs> you, you'll, you'll love the shrimp fried rice here in Liverpool. Oh, that's <laughs> very bad Scouse accent, man. <laughs> this this is man. Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It just sounds like one of the Beatles. What are you doing, mate? Yeah. 
<laughs> I love you. Americans try British accents. Okay, so yeah. I would love to hear one of your British accents. Oh, I, I can't really do it. I, I I do specific lines if I need it in my act. Okay, that I learn to, like to get you into the act out. Right. One or two lines. Yeah, you know, yeah. I do like a Scott, a Glaswegian thing. Mm-hmm. I dropped it here because nobody gets a Glaswegian accent. I just right. go like, all right, you wee ball bag. Right? Yes. Yeah. The premise is, a, it's a dumb premise. It's about like how Glas- Glaswegian people can't speak English. And uh, I just practice those lines, you know. Okay. So I'm practicing a southern one, a southern accent for, you have for a southern one of my accent? jokes. I know it sounds pretty terrible. Here, I yeah. have an idea. I have an okay. idea. We are going to do an accent workshop yes. with Nigel right now. Let's try it. Uh, there's a wig underneath <laughs> that oh, table I, I over there. I knew you were going to do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, man. Wig! Okay, you said my, my, my British accent is no good. Is this any better? Uh, a little bit, yeah. It's a lot better, yeah? Yeah, I think the wig transforms it. Isn't it? In it, yeah, yeah a lot better. Yeah, pretty yeah. good, bruv. It's pretty good, bruv. Thanks, bruv. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah, you got mad wigs, bruv. What is this thing? You look yeah. peng, peng, bruv, peng. Oh, uh, you know, it's been through a bit of muck here and there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can see so, words, even so, I don't know. So you're from you're from. Mm. Uh, people tell me you're from uh, Alabama. Is that, is that true? Alabama? No, I'm I'm from this little town in Asia called Kuala Lumpur. You know where we lost the planes? The I mean, planes I, went down? I mean, I read about it, yeah. Yeah. It's a shit story. Nobody wants to fly Malaysian Airlines anymore. I mean, it's true. You wouldn't catch me dead on a Malaysian Airlines yeah, flight. Yeah, I just get on a Malaysian Airlines flight and I have the whole plane for myself. It's, and this, It's a good time. And just to clarify, this is your southern accent, yeah. This is my terrible attempt at the southern <laughs> accent. <laughs> this is this is me trying to be racist towards white people. When I see, when I see white people, this is what I do. I mean, honestly, to me, that's how y'all sound like. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Yeah, with the yolls and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, just add. I would say, uh, do you have any notes for me with my British accent? No, no, no notes, brother. No notes. No notes. Okay, brother. what I'll say about pretty good about the southern one. Okay. Okay. Try to start adding a little more twang. Do you, you know what I mean? A little more twang. A little bit more. A little bit more? Yeah. A little bit more twang. Where there's a little bit more going down. Okay. Okay. The inflection. I'll try my best. There you go. Oh, it's it, getting better? It's getting better. Oh, it's getting better, mama. It's good. <laughs> See? There we go. I don't want to make We're it gonna... go black all of a sudden. I'd <laughs> 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 be all sorts of offensive on this podcast today. <laughs> Hey, we're doing characters. Everything is a-okay. Yes. As long as we're in these wigs and we're doing fun voices, everything is a-okay. Yeah, you can say the N-word in a wig. Nobody can, can come get you. That's what I always say. N-words, yeah. welcome on Jeremiah <laughs> Wonders. That's what I always say. If that, if you have a wig, it's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I mean, honestly, people just need to start dressing up a little bit more so people know that they're not being serious when they say these bad things. You know what I mean? We're all having a good time here. Yeah. That that's all right with me. If Tucker Carlson had a wig on, he would just be. <laughs> he's playing. Yeah, he's just having a good time. He's just being silly. He's, he's being just being silly. goofy. He's just being a little so and so. That's what he's. Yeah, been. he's right with the Lord. He's okay. Exactly. Put a, pick a wig on. Sit on your porch. Drink some iced tea. 
Is that what is that what Southern people do? I mean, Donald Trump has a wig on. He's just playing around. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, he's not he's not racist at all. No, he's just having a good old time. He's, yeah, that's not his real voice. You think that's his real voice? No, there's no way. He's just putting on a character. He's putting on a character. He's he's the best comic America's ever seen. I mean, low key. I mean, we. I mean, he could he could pull some arenas. Yeah, I think he has so. people show out. He could call people fat, and people still buy tickets to his show. It's true. People would actually love it and actually ask him after the show, will you call me fat? Because people like that, you know? Yeah. Once you establish yourself in a certain way, people want to see that. If I call people fat, that's the end of my career. Really? Yeah. How come? Oh, people think I'm just this nice Asian boy making, food, making videos about Asian food. At the moment I make a pedophile joke, they go... Why is Uncle Roger talking like this? And they go, this is not what I sign up for. So it's a very specific kind of thing that they're signed up for. Sometimes. Sometimes. So you can find Jeremiah Watkins on Twitter at Jeremiah Standup. That is J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H-S-T-A-N-D-U-P. And you can find Nigel Ung at Mr. Nigel Ung, which is lowercase M-R-N-I-G-E-L-N-G. And a website that's been listed in this description is Jeremiah Watkins, which is W-A-T-K-I-N-S, dot TV. Also, there is a YouTube channel that releases video versions of the show, which is also under the name Jeremiah Watkins. And apparently, you can also go to JeremiahWonders.com. Holy Hannah, it is hot out there this summer, friends. Bill Haywatt here with welcome relief from Henderson's Pants so that you can beat the heat in style. I'm talking about their new camo cutoffs, the ragged edge shorts with a touch of desert machismo that's guaranteed to let a little cooling breeze in to where the sun don't shine. These aren't merely cheapo patterned knockoffs we're talking about. Every pair of Henderson's camo cutoffs is repurposed from genuine U.S. Army issue desert camouflage military big boy pants from a shipment that fell off the truck on their way to the Middle East. So some of our boys being out of uniform has turned into your good fortune. Once Henderson's pants got their mitts on these pants, they called in some paramilitary advisors, gave the entire shipment a thorough blackwater rinse, and started snipping away. Henderson's has donated all of those cut-off pants legs to the Sleeves for the Homeless Foundation so that you, you lucky duck, <laughs> can snap up Henderson's camo cutoffs for a veritable song. Originally designed for the French Foreign Legion, Steam Fitters Union Local 23, and Staff Sergeant Daisy Dukes, Henderson's camo cutoffs can be found hanging on cyclone fences, around military bases, anywhere U.S. servicemen are bivouacked. <laughs> With an emphasis on the whacked. That's Henderson's, maker of Shorty McShort shorts since 1993. And now, despite all efforts to the contrary, we return you to Suckatash. Thank you, Bill Haywatt. Finally, real-life sci-fi from Starburns Audio. Their description says, We are a comedy podcast. A late-night bar conversation about conspiracies, creatures, and all things paranormal. Should the world be categorized as fiction or non-fiction? One skeptic, one believer, one woman, one guest. I've chosen an episode from very recently, June 20th, 2022, episode 357, called Crop Circles with Fred Stoller. Its description says, Some crop circles are man-made, 
are all of them. There is some compelling information about some crop circles. Will we get to it? <laughs> we continue the conversation with Fred Stoller, off-topic, and if you want to support us and hear more, go to Patreon. Yes, so what they do is they will uh, continue the conversation not for the live podcasts. So they do the live podcast Sundays at 7 p.m. Pacific time at Shrub Home Video. Here's a clip from the show with a bit of discussion about crop circles, but more specifically M. Night Shyamalan's movie Signs. Actually, the one thing, <laughs> one of my regrets is, not a big regret, well, I, I used to do these jokes, I'm a thrill seeker, I live on the edge, I'm a badass, I drank milk that expired yesterday, I don't care, right. I'll do it again, I left the pen overnight with the cap off, and Sam Kennison got a kick out of that, because he actually had a tour with Sam Kennison and the Rebels, but they were Rebels, hey, we do coke all night, we beat up whores, whatever, <laughs> and, uh, and they wanted me to tour with them in Vegas, because it's funny, one Rebel comes out after another, yeah, let's do coke, <laughs> let's piss on the floor. I don't know what voice that is. <laughs> and uh, and then bringing me up. I'm a thrill seeker. I said that. But I would have had to have been in Vegas for a month. And I was started auditioning. And I mean, I think it would have got old, you know. Right. But it would have been a great story. Me and the Kennison Outlaws. <laughs> well, that's funny. we do a lot of uh, conspiracy talk, paranormal talk, aliens and whatnot. How how into that world are you? Do you... Do you, do you digest any of the uh i i am the michael jordan of not believing in ghosts okay <laughs> i mean i i i love uh this house is haunted uh you know uh yeah i i'm as insanely cynical but i used to get a kick out of there was a show i got I, you know i got a copy of it somewhere online but do you remember vh1 had i love things with cheesy celebrities and they had one where cheesy celebrity, well, I shouldn't say cheesy, they had uh, Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters, uh, it was Celebrity Paranormal, where they wear something on their head, you know, that thing, go to like, this is the legend of whatever, they make up some nonsense, some farm where Uncle Jekamy, who owned it, died and, you know, killed eight horses or something, and they'd have like Gilbert Gottfried, I remember, and... People. I don't remember this at all. No, what era was Sounds awesome. I, I, I loved it. So, um, but yes, um, I uh, no. You mentioned crop dusting or oh, crop circles. Yeah, crops. I, that was the one. One of the uh, M Night Shyamalan movies I didn't see. Oh yeah, Signs. Yeah, was that good? I, I thought it was. It. I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, no, it's not. No. It's not good. <laughs> I. Uh, it's definitely bad. But it's fun. It's bad. I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm going to uh, say I liked the it. The only... She's not going to say it's bad. You know why? Because you're in the... Bi no, I'm just kidding. I know, no, right? I th no, I no, 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 no. Let me tell you why. <laughs> no. There was a brief time. Does anyone remember this? Um, for a while, I guess Siskel and Ebert both died. Do you remember them? Are you too young? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to... And uh, do you remember them? They gave, them? like, yeah. great review. Yeah. I mean, you know... No, they, 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 they started that template of... All these sports idiots, dude, you know, they're arguing back and forth and fake arguing. You mm -hmm. ever see those sports shows? Like, yeah, 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 around and, the horn and stuff. Yeah, and it's the same thing, like the bravado, I'm the best at this. You know, I know mm -hmm. what's a better movie. Yeah, and they, and they always, they, they sometimes agree, but they got to pretend they're arguing. LeBron should not do this. But, okay, so, so the, the Cisco and Ebert died, and they would, or one of them died, and they were trying out different, until they had permanent people. So for a while they were having guest people every week like 
the late Fred Willard, Kevin Smith, actors yeah. who Ke- Kevin Smith could, and some movies you know are garbage, but he, he wouldn't put down renowned directors they want to work with. Yeah, yeah. So of that was my conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only good M. Night Shyamalan movie to, to watch, ironically, I think, is uh, uh, Unbreakable. The Happening. What the Happening that? is like comically bad. It's Mark. The happen- yeah, is that yeah. right? Uh-huh. No, yeah, no, I'm happen- just like, you're going you're gonna to tell people to watch The Happening? Oh, yeah. You're going to tell them not to watch Signs? If you want to have fun and rip on a movie, watch The Happening. It opens with a monologue of Mark Wahlberg talking about bees. Wait, okay, you guys got to do this bees. What's going on with these you bees? You guys know why all these bees are dying? <laughs> oh, that it's would be best. funny. But actually, Quentin Tarantino has been interviewed. His favorite movies from some... Unbreakable. He said it was marketed wrong. He said it should have been. What would it be happen if someone was Superman and they didn't know it? That's what he thought was so brilliant. Yeah, no, Unbreakable's really good. Yeah, but it's also just kind of the first act of a story. Yes, then it's ridiculous. But it was interesting. I mean, you know, the first one was, I mean, classic. Uh, yeah. I like movies where people die and they're happy. That their, their death is their relief. Like, uh, like Jacob's Ladder. Did you ever see that? I've never seen it. Oh, it's you kn- oh it's so crazy. Well, when yeah. I was a kid, people crazy. were Did like... Did you ever see Jacob's Ladder? Yeah. It's like, oh, that was... I just, saw it when I was too young, so I, I do see, need to rewatch it again. This, but is, this, I is, love the, this is what I say. People say, are you a horror fan or a sci-fi fan? I'm not in that. I don't go see any horror sci-fi, but I love movies that transcend the genre. Yeah. Okay, now for the credits portion. So the show can be found on Twitter. Real Life Sci-Fi, capital R-E-A-L, capital L-I-F-E, capital S-C-I, capital F-I, and then the numeral 1. Guest Fred Stoller can be reached at Fred underscore Stoller, that is capital F-R-E-D underscore capital S-T-O-L-L-E-R. I managed to track down information on the hosts, Wade, Willie, and Aaron. Wayne Randolph can be found on Twitter at Wade Randolph, that is lowercase W-A-D-E. R-A-N-D-O-L-P-H. Willie Roberts can be reached at Robotic Willie, all lowercase, R-O-B-O-T-I-C-W-I-L-L-Y. And I tracked down Erin Pierce, uh, her Instagram account. She can reach at E-B Pierce, and that is all lowercase, E-B-P-E-A-R-C-E. Um, so the show has gone through a little bit of, a per- of personnel adjustment very recently. Managed to find out uh, through a posting on Aaron Pierce's Instagram page. Uh, this is directly from it. it. says, in case you didn't know, I'm retiring from co-hosting the Channel 101 Patreon podcast to join two of my favorite people in their quest to answer all of the mysteries of the universe. William and Wade have had me on real-life sci-fi in the past as a guest, and after holding the things they love hostage, they've agreed to become, they've agreed to become the third leg on this tripod. See, the way it's written here, uh, they're referring to themselves as me and they at the same time. They've agreed? Yeah. Eh, but you get the idea. So, uh, pretty cool. Um, so the show was also known as Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie, which I needed to do a little more digging than usual to find. Uh, this earlier incarnation of the program had nearly exactly the same show description minus the word one woman aspect of it. So... And the podcast website can be found over at starburns.audio forward slash podcasts forward slash real hyphen life hyphen sci. Again, that's S-C-I and then hyphen fi, that is F-I. 
hyphen W-I-T-H with hyphen W-A-D-E, Wade hyphen W-I-L-L-Y forward slash. I'm starting to wonder if I shouldn't go to all the effort of uh, saying these web addresses and just saying that you can find the web address at our description over at SuckatashShow.com because that's generally where they end up. But I do like to put them here in case somebody's sitting there with a pad and pencil deciding to write it down. People still use pads and pencils, don't they? And that pretty much brings us to the end of the episode for this week. I've only got my wrap-up left to do here, which will include some light begging of you to rate and review us if you like what you heard. It really helps us out. Helps, quote, keep the lights on, unquote, so to speak. Sometimes it is difficult to believe that it has been 11 years since this show started. And within that time, the format known as the podcast has experienced a huge surge in growth and perhaps a stagnation, a decline, resurgence... You know, I I don't really know if the last bits of that are true. I just know that online podcasts are ubiquitous. Can't throw the proverbial digital stone without hitting one. Offline, seems like they're still kind of lesser known than most other forms of media. Maybe that's not true, and I need to talk to more people. At any rate, this podcast, or Soundcast, as this Soundcast refers to podcasts as has the role of introducing other soundcasts to people who are technically already somewhat aware of their existence. You know what? We've been over this. I hope something that you heard in the program inspires you to listen more, or at the very least has been entertaining. Thank you for listening. Be decent to each other. Tune in next week for Epi 315, hosted by Mark Hershon. And, in the meantime, if someone asks you if you have heard anything interesting lately or you'd like to proactively tell people about what you are listening to and it has been us won't you please pass the succotash you've been listening to succotash the comedy soundcast soundcast with your host tyson saner brought to you by henderson's pants and imagine your company's name right here rate us and review us at apple and google podcasts find us on the web at succotashshow.com on stitcher on iHeartRadio, on youtube on soundcloud and wherever fine soundcasts are streamed and or downloaded follow us on twitter and instagram at succotash show like us on facebook email us at t Y-S-O-N at SuccotashShow.com or call into the Suckatash Skype line at our toll call number 818-921-7212 You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcasts directly to us using our direct upload link at Hightail.com slash you slash Suckatash Suckatash is produced and engineered by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, the Home of the hit. Our hosts are Mark Hershon and Tyson Saner. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durges. Suckatash is executive produced by Mark Hershon. Until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the Suckatash goodbye. This has been a Succotash Patch production.